Hello everyone, uh, welcome to Superhero with a Cane, podcast number five. Can't believe we got five in the books. Um, today we're recording this on uh, March 1st, which happens to be the uh, first day. March is MS Awareness Month, so I have my, um, I always represent my ms for msorg uh, charity. Um, but yes, um, Mar- March is MS Awareness Month. March 1st is also the anniversary of um, my brother Jim uh, passing. So um, 11 years ago today, uh, my brother Jim uh, passed away, went on to a better place. Uh, he's my only sibling. I miss your brother. He was a, uh, Jim is a friend, a good friend, and not only uh, my brother, but a good friend. So today, uh, what I want to talk about, is um it's a book that uh really um made an impact on my life many years ago um when i was still in the uh career building phase of my life um still uh trying to figure out what was important and um how to be a, a better quality person so the the book that i'm talking about is uh seven habits of highly effective people um, the seven habits taught by Dr. Stephen Covey, who, uh, passed away in, uh, 2012, um, are lessons that, uh, I implemented into my life. I implemented into my sales career. I implemented into my, um, career as a business owner. And, um, for years, I, I, I mean, I had to have, you know, I mentioned, uh, in a couple of podcasts ago that, you know, I, I'm not, I can't read. I, I, well, I can read, but I don't retain. So the best way I retain is when I listen. So I get, uh, books on audio. So I must, I must have listened to, um, seven habits of highly effective people over 40 times. Um, so I want to talk about its impact, uh, on your life and its impact on what, now my life with MS is and how I've learned to interpret the seven habits, uh, through living with MS. Uh, but so anyway, the, um, habit number one is, uh, to be proactive, a proactive person's behavior is a product of their own thoughts and stems from their values. A reactive person's behavior is a product of their conditions and stem from their feelings. So I want to give you an example. Um, I just heard this on the radio. Um, there was a uh, a receiver from, I believe he was a receiver. He was a nine-year veteran that played for the Tennessee Titans. I cannot remember his name, um, but they just talked about it. And he was released. He was cut from the team. So after nine years in the NFL, he was cut. Uh, the team took all the stuff that was in his locker put it into garbage bags and put it on his front doorstep. So, okay. Okay. He's a tackle. Okay. I'm sorry. He was a tackle. Yes. Uh, yes. He does have a podcast, but Taylor Longin. Okay. Well, the, the lesson it's remarkable that this came up today because when they came, when everybody on the radio is up in arms, how could you do this to a nine-year veteran? 
you know, you put his stuff in garbage bags, you leave it on his doorstep. When Taylor, when Taylor was asked about this, uh, his response was, what do you expect him to do? Put it in golden suitcases and leave it for me? Like his response to this, he realized that he was blessed to uh, have the career he did. Um, he was blessed to be able to go and make the, the money while he was on the earth that he did. And, um, man, he he could care less about that. And habit number one, be proactive, is all about that, our reactions to things. You know, how many times do we react to, you know, people cut us off and we get upset. Um, people steal our parking spot and we get upset. You know, things, uh, Stephen, Stephen Covey uses the example of, you know, imagine that you're, uh, you're planning a party and, um, you have all the, it's an outdoor party. You have all the arrangements made and suddenly a storm comes through that you didn't expect and, uh, the, the, it rains and the, the party gets rained out. Well, a, a, a reactive person would say, oh, well, what's the use? Um, you know, we're, we, you know, we can't do anything, you know, it's so unfortunate. The rain was put a damper, damper on this. A proactive person would learn to go and say, you know, we're still going to have the party. Let's have it inside. We'll have games inside. We'll have other events inside. So living with MS, you know, I, I used to I, take these examples and learn uh, what to do with them uh, when I was in sales, when I was running a business, when I had people I was managing. And um, when I, I developed MS and started having cognitive issues and all the issues I have, um, I realized that, um, you know, I, I need to take a second and I think we all could learn from this. Um, you know, when you get an email, when you get a text, you could take a second and choose not to respond or choose what you respond. How many of us, you know, respond to an email, respond to a text, respond to something immediately? Take a second and think about, man, in the grand scheme of life, how does this really impact me? And do, do I want to let this affect me? Um, having that reaction can make a big difference. You know, I, I have to learn how to react all the time because my uh, energy, I'm so limited with energy. So if I put um, energy into what I, I want to call bad emotion, you know, emotion that gets me nowhere, or a reaction that gets me nowhere, it's going to suck me dry. So I have to choose my reactions and um, and choose sometimes not to react. So that's that's habit number one, be proactive. Um, habit number two, begin with the end in mind. Um, this talks about how you want to live your life. And, and let me back up for a second. Um, the seven habits of highly effective people are based around you having goals, you having a plan, um, you need to have goals in life. Put them down in written goals. Put them down on paper. Put them down in, you know, an email. However you want to collect your goals. I'm old-fashioned, so I say put them down on paper. Um, have written goals. Have a written plan um, and, and how you're going to go about it. So that's how the seven habits are most effective for you. So habit number two, begin, begin with the end of mind. What kind of person do you want to be known for? The exercise that Stephen Covey uses is, um, he says, imagine you're, you're, you're at your own funeral. Oh, God, this is a morbid topic, right? Imagine you're at your own funeral, and there's four people giving eulogies. 
one from your family, one from your extended family, uh, one from your friends, and one from the people that you have just come in contact with throughout society, your networking group, your, your contacts. You know, what do you want to be, what do you want to have said about you at your funeral? What kind of person do you want to be? Um, what do you want to be known for? And I think that that's important in everyday life. That's important in your career. Um, right now, I'm, I'm living with uh, multiple sclerosis and, um, you know, I can choose what I want to be known for. <laughs> There's a dog barking outside. <laughs> oh, it's picking that up. Um, that's funny. All right, keep going, keep going. So anyway, um, personally, I, right now, I um, I want to help other people living with this disease. I want to try to help to find a cure if it's possible, even though it may not affect me. Um, I want to try to um, be a support system. So, and I'm going to be there for my family and be the best dad I can, be the best husband I can. Um, within living with, with the, the issues I have, I want to try to do the best that I can for all that. So number two, um, begin with the end of the mind. What type of person do you want to be and what kind of effect do you want to have on uh, this world and other people on, on this earth? Uh, habit number three, uh, first things first. This has to do with um, time management and how we react. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to try to get through this as quickly as I can without boring you. But it's um, it has to do with if, if we can, can put things into quadrants, they call them. Okay. Um, the first quadrant is called urgent and important. So, for example, um, if at work there's an emergency meeting that comes up, you're at work, that's how you pay your bills. Emergency meeting, you didn't plan it, but you have to attend it. Um, exam tomorrow, okay? Um, did you did you study for it? How much time did you put in, you know, it's studying for it? Um, for me, personally, uh, a big a big event uh, with living with MS, Um it's all for me these days. It's all about managing my energy and managing my routine. So I know that I have to rest at certain points. I know there's certain things I can go to and I can't go to. Um, so if I see, I know something's coming up that I want to go to. Um, I can't just do nothing and not plan for it. I have to plan for it. Um, things like being late for work. Um, you know you have to be at work. You know, do what you got to do. That's a priority. That's something that you should should be on top of. Um, you don't want to be late for work. That means, yes, you have to go to work because that's how you pay your bills, but you're late because you didn't plan properly. Um, project due the next day. Uh, your car breaks down because of, you know, lack of maintenance. You know, stay on top of things in your life. Make sure that you're, yes, things will happen that you have no control over, but try to be uh, as, as in control of things as you can. So quadrant number one is in, important and urgent, okay? Quadrant number two is important but not urgent. Um, 
planning, goal setting, exercise, uh, relaxation. Yes, relaxation is important. You know, you have to plan that. You know, going away on vacation, you have to plan it. Um, you, you, you can't just allow um, things to happen in your life. You have to plan around them. That's quadrant number two. Quadrant number three is uh, urgent but not important. This is uh, urgent on, on behalf of other people. That ringing phone, um, interruptions, other people's unplanned small problems, uh, peer pressure, social media. Oh, my God. Like, how much time do we just get distracted by social media when we have something else to do that's important to our life? Uh, and the fourth quadrant is not urgent and not important. Too much TV, um, too much social media, too much texting, um, time wasters. So I, I'm not, I have to be careful with this because I'm not saying that every time something happens in your life, you need to stop and write down four quadrants, but you need to understand what these things are doing to you. And that if you plan, if you have goals, if you put this in a schedule, then you will give it appropriate time and you won't be distracted by the other things. Sometimes we allow distractions, people, um, you know, like I mentioned, the ringing phone, the, the social media today, you know, and ridiculous emails or texts that we, we just automatically go and we get sucked into. You know, if you have a plan and you have time put aside to go ahead and, and work on something, then work on it. You know, you need to, to be on, on schedule. I, I can't tell you how um, living with this disease has changed my life in this way. I have, um, I used to be able to, I, I went to two years of cognitive therapy um, and where I learned about the spoon theory and how much uh, energy uh, each activity I want to do uses. Um, for me, it's it used to be all about, let's say I had $100 in a day and I could plan out my day. I knew that going to therapy used $15, you know, making dinner used $20 and so on and so on. And I I had the, I couldn't go over that $100 in energy. Well, that's what's happened, but now it's happened. It's it's gotten even worse. Where um, I don't have a hundred dollars in energy for the day. You're doing this podcast alone sucks the energy out of me. I I've, I've usually got to go sleep for about two hours afterwards. So I may only have um, energy a hundred dollars of energy for an hour, um, and I have to understand. You know, for me, physical activity takes it out of me. Um, process-oriented thinking takes it out of me. Pain takes it out of me. I have to be careful um, where I spend my time. You know, if I'm for, uh, I went to the store uh, before I came here, um, and I, I always run into somebody I know. I have to be careful how much of a conversation I get into with that person because. Having a conversation, talking sucks the life out of me, takes my energy away. Listening takes my energy away. So um, for you, 
if you're uh, you're not living with disease, um, just think about how you spend your time. You know, make decisions differently. Have a plan. Have it uh, in a calendar so that way you 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 know how much what you're supposed to be doing at that moment. Um, yes, you know, like I mentioned, you you have to have time scheduled for relaxation. That's fine. Put it in your calendar. If you know that that you know. Friday night at six o'clock, you're going out with your friends. Then, then put it in your calendar. It's fine, and relax and enjoy yourself. And don't be, you know, sucked into you know your your other issues, work or whatever the case is. So, um, I didn't want this quadrant three to get too overwhelming for you, um, but just pay attention to where you're spending your time. That's important. Um, oh. Man, once again, this process-oriented stuff destroys me. Um, I have to pull from memory or whatever. Uh, habit number four: uh, always seek win-win win-win situations. Um, you know, if you're you're dealing with somebody, um, have it so that way you're on the same page. The person you're with is on the same page, and it's a win-win situation. Sometimes. Um, we get caught up in the the win lose. You know, if we win and you lose, we think that's a good thing. Well, that'll catch up to you. Um, always be be in a situation where, you know, win win or no deal. If it makes no sense to work with someone or be in a relationship with someone, then it's okay to get rid of them. You know, don't be afraid. You know, I and with MS, you know, we have therapists, we have doctors. Um, it has to make sense. You know, if you're, you know, unfortunately I've had to um, move on with my doctor at some point. And it wasn't because I think my, my doctor was definitely not doing things for me. It's because um, I saw that there was not going to be any change. So for me, it was um, no deal. That's what I look, took out of it. I had to move on. And, and no offense, you know, I, I wish him the best. He's a great person. He's the person that first diagnosed me. But um, it was time to move on. And if you're in a relationship with somebody, um, friendship, uh, business relationship, uh, what whatever it is, you're at school and you're in a relationship with somebody, um, you know, make sure that whatever you take out of that is always win-win. You know, don't don't take lose win. You know, if you lose and they win, that's not good. That's not good for long term relationships. Uh, win lose again, that's not good. So uh, always make sure win win or no deal. Um, habit number five: seek first to understand, then to be understood. Um, this is goes back to uh, you're born with uh, two ears and one mouth for a reason. Use them in proportion to one another. Um, you always want to understand first. Make sure that um, you're not so busy with, you know, sometimes somebody's talking to us and we ask a question and they're giving us the answer. And while they're giving us the answer, in our mind, we're thinking about what our response is going to be instead of listening to them. Um, that's not good for any relationship. So seek to understand, then to be understood. Uh, again, it's for me with living with MS, this habit is tricky because, um, 
I've got to be careful how much time I invest. And, um, you know, I've learned that, that there's moments I just should not, uh, should not say hi. I should not get engulfed in a conversation. I should not have any conversations. Um, if you're in business or you're just you're in school or whatever the case is, um, just always keep this in mind that, you know, seek first to understand, then to be understood. Listen to that person. Don't be so – and catch yourself. You know, I do it too, even now. If, if somebody's talking to us and in your mind you're, you're, you're planning your response instead of listening to them, that's no good. That is not a good, good situation. Uh, habit number six is uh, synergize. A lot of people think that uh, compromise is the way to go. That's not it. Compromise means that, you know, instead of one, one plus one equal two, one plus one could equal one and a half. Synergize means, you know, one plus one could equal three, four, five. It's a better solution because the person that you're dealing with gives a crap about you and you give a crap about them. You know, the example that Cubby uses is um, two, two people have an argument. They, uh, one person says, you know, I want this window in through open. The other one says, I want it closed, open, closed, open, closed. They're back and forth. Well, the, finally the person says, well, why do you want it open? He says, well, I want the fresh air. You know, it, it makes me, the fresh air helps me be sleep better. It makes me feel better. Why do you want to close? Well, because if it's open, it blows my papers around. So you come up with a solution. The solution is maybe we open a window in the next room so that we can get some fresh air in here and it doesn't blow the papers around. You know, that's a very, you know, basic answer. But always come up with um, solutions that are beneficial to both people, not just one. And the last habit is um, sharpen the saw. There's an example that Cubby gives of uh, a man is sawing uh, down a tree. And he's out there working, and he's working his butt off, and he's back sweating. And uh, somebody says to him, what are you doing? He says, I'm cutting down this tree. And he's sweating. And he's like, well, you look like you're having a hard time. And he's like, yeah, I am. He said, well, why don't you sharpen the saw? And the person says, what are you talking about? I'm, so, I'm too busy, you know, sawing down a tree to sharpen the saw. Sometimes we get, um, we could be doing things in our life that are, will make what we do better. You know, how much reading do we do? How much learning do we do? How much do we do that um, will sharpen our instincts and make us better people, better able to respond, better at, at what we, we do? Um, always be reading and looking and listening. You know, for me these days, uh, it used to be I was always, you know, into self-help books and you know, whether it was Dale Carnegie, Napoleon Hill, Tony Robbins, Stephen Covey, uh, Jack Canfield. I was always reading something and trying to learn. Um, I remember, you know, listening to, I was fascinated with Malcolm Gladwell. I listened to many tapes that he put out on his interactions with people. And um, these days, it's all about, uh, you know, now we have social media, so it's I'm on the internet looking at you know ms social media groups i'm at looking at um things that are coming up that are, are beneficial whether it's diet exercise um new treatments uh clinical trials coming up you know people things that people have done 
uh, I'm, I'm reading other comments saying, man, that's that's beneficial to me. So I'm always looking at ways to improve my approach to life, my approach to this disease. Um, you know, I, I, I was kind of, uh, I don't know, nervous about this topic because I thought it was, um, I thought it was something that, that was going to be uh, too much not disease-oriented, uh, not um, helpful. But this helped me so much in my life before MS, and it took me years to figure out how to take some of the lessons that I learned from it and implement, implement it into my life with MS. Um, so I, I've done that. I, I, I do that. Uh, and th- this podcast for me doing it is really a reminder of that. Um, I don't know. Mr. Producer, what do you think? Is this any good? <laughs> I have to check. Um, how are we doing on time? Okay. So I, I knew this was going to be a while. Um, I'm just probably the longest I've gone. So... Please, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. If you're a reader, read it. If you need to listen, get it on a book on on audio and listen to it that way. Um, It can change your life. Uh, It definitely has helped me. um, Helped me now even with MS. So um, it is uh, MS Awareness Month. And um, please start spreading orange. That's the the color for uh, MS. And uh, I think that's it for today. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day.